everybody, and welcome to Fill Me In, a podcast devoted to covering the highs and lows of the 2021 Philadelphia Phillies. We are officially one week away from opening day, so let's talk some Phillies. My name is Mitch, a.k.a. Mitty, but not to be confused with the legendary Archbishop of the same name. And I'm your powder blue boy, Andrew Gordon. And this is our ignorant friend, Andrew. He's a Yankees fan. Hey, guys. Uh, you can call me Ignorant Andrew. We certainly will. I'm so, happy to be here. So in this podcast, uh, Mitch and Gordon, two Phillies fans, are just going to be filling in Andrew a little bit uh, about what he doesn't know about the Phillies. You know, being a Yankees fan, I know it's hard. There's a lot of things that he doesn't know about the Phillies, and that's why we're here. We'll catch you up to speed, tell you everything you need to know, and uh, that, that that's really our goal here. Can't wait. I have a lot to learn. And all of this isn't just for you, Andrew. Uh, everyone has a place to fit in here at Fill Me In. So if you know a little bit about the Phillies, but you want to know more, congrats. You're just like us. If you know nothing about the Phillies, you probably still know more than our good but clueless Yankee fan friend, Andrew. And if you know everything about the Phillies, well, good for you. Then you can find us on social media and tell us everything we're wrong about. In our first episode, we're going to be going over all of the offseason roster moves. We're going to start with part one being just the exits from the Phillies, a happy trails episode. We'll cover everyone who left the team after the 2020 season. And then we're going to go for episode two and talk about everyone who joined the team or re-signed with the team. And you'll be all caught up, Andrew, on all the comings and goings of the offseason. Before we start, can I share what I know about the Phillies? Just so we have a baseline. <laughs> we need the baseline. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't take more than a second or two, right? Now, the irony of this is that of all uh, of all the teams I could follow, being a Yankees fan will actually help me a decent amount in knowing about the Phillies because of the recent uh, acquisition of Joseph Girardi and subsequent transactions that he brought over. Uh, holdovers from the the previous era of the Yankees. I know that Bryce Harper's a beast. I know that JT Realmuto is the BCIB, best catcher in baseball. Uh, I know that Citizens Bank Park is a beautiful place to catch a ball game, and they can crank out the dollar dogs. Uh, And I know that their bullpen was absolutely terrible last year. Well, I'm glad you said that. Right on all fronts, especially – about the dollar dogs that's near and dear to all of us here oh my um, goodness but uh yeah to start off these comings and goings that we're going to bring to you here andrew we did want to go over a few of the storylines heading into the offseason just to frame these moves that happen so like you said jt romuto just an amazing catcher big piece of the team was be- became a free agent and it was up in the air whether or not the phillies were going to be able to afford to sign him to a deal that he uh, found acceptable. Um, so that was a huge question mark leaving the shortened 2020 season. Same with D.D. Gregorius, shortstop from 2020, became a free agent, and that kind of left a hole in the Phillies infield. And so we were waiting to see what would happen there. Center field was kind of a sore spot for the team last year, um, a spot that could use some addressing. And then on the pitching side, we had – a little bit of a lack of starting pitching depth. So we were hoping to see that addressed. And biggest piece, like you mentioned, was just a disastrous bullpen that needed a drastic overhaul after that 
historically bad season. It was clear that fans around the MLB knew just how bad our bullpen was. Hence, Andrew calling that out in his facts about the Phillies from last year. It's if, not great. If, uh, if Igner Andrew over here knows that, that the bullpen was trash, it must have been pretty bad. Not going to argue it, with that. It was infamous. It was infamous. It's not great. Mitch, right, let's well, take it away on the happy trails. Let's get right into the happy trails and say goodbye to these folks, some of whom we might miss a little, but mostly not really missing too many of the folks as I look down the list here. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, let's start with the uh, bullpen, like we said. guy by the name of Cole Irvin, young pitcher, uh, was traded away to the A's for cash. Nothing big there. We have Dave Robertson, who I'm pretty sure, Andrew, you should know some something about. Oh, that's my guy. Uh, didn't work yeah. out for you guys. No, it didn't no. work out. Phillies bought him out. So he's now a free agent. It was too bad that it didn't work out. I did want to share a little anecdote because he didn't pitch too much with the Phillies because of injuries, but there was one particular standout performance I wanted to just hit on that I vividly remember. I was listening to the radio, listening to the game, and I just thought this kind of summed up Robertson, Robertson's time with the Phillies. So I'll bring you uh, the play-by-play. Oh, yes. Deliver us the play-by-play, Mitty. It is bottom of the ninth. Phillies are down uh, in Washington playing the Nationals. It's 8-8, to bottom of the ninth. Robertson comes on, facing the 3-4-5 and for the Nationals. So he gets the clean Mm -hmm. inning. He's not coming into any runners on base. He gets the clean inning. Yeah, clean inning. But he's going against the big boys. So, you know, dicey spot tie game and, and Phillies are away. So, you know, you're looking at a potential walk-off here. So Robertson, you know, exciting signing for the Phillies. We're hoping for big things from him. Here's how he goes. Anthony Rendon singles to center field. Juan Soto may have heard of him comes up to bat. Robertson uh, walks him. Okay. And Ryan Zimmerman comes up again, no outs men on first and second and Zimmerman is walked. We're now quickly looking at bases loaded, no outs. No but problem. The There's no problem there. Yeah, yeah. But but thankfully, you know, the pitcher is up for the Nationals. But being the National League, Andrew, if you know anything about that, they the pitchers you know do have to hit, but you can actually pinch hit for them if you want. So, okay. so you might not know that being from a DH, uh, you know, DH league. Sure. But you can <laughs> pinch hit for your pitcher. Okay. So a guy by the name of Jake Knoll pinch hits for Sean Doolittle. Jake Knoll, if I'm remembering right, was a rookie. Comes in, sees a few pitches, and walks. <laughs> the, the disappointment is dripping off of your tone right now, Mitch. I can feel so, it. So that's a walk-off RBI for Jake Knoll there. And <laughs> David Robertson's inning goes single, walk, 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 loss. No outs recorded. So That really had to uh, affect his season-long ERA. Like, I bet if you cut that appearance out of his stats, his numbers probably look pretty good. Yeah, you're probably right. But for the but, 18 you know, minutes that he pitched for us, I think you're probably right. <laughs> I just felt I couldn't couldn't talk about Robertson without bringing that, bringing that to your attention. I low-key would have rather had the Channel 6 ABC old weatherman Dave Roberts come out and pitch for the Phillies <laughs> rather than Dave Robertson last year. 2020 was horrible to us. Dude, and what's crazy about that is like now it's not unheard of for players to like switch teams and kind of lose their mojo but for years david robertson's thing for the yankees was he was he was houdini like they would bring him in when it was 
first and second and no outs and he would get out of it or, you know, whatever it was. So like to lose him and I, and I'm pretty sure to both of you guys, I was hyping it up when you guys got him. I was like, Oh, you're going to love him. He gets out. We were thrilled. And uh, so that's why I was hammering the fact that he got the clean inning there and still he was given the clean inning, but he did not give the clean inning back to his manager. No, absolutely not. All Uh, right. So he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, a couple other bullpen moves. Tommy Hunter uh, is now with the Mets. Little Tommy Hunter. Yes. Actually, if you if you if you Google Tommy Hunter 2020, the first headline from NBC Sports is not Little Tommy Hunter. It is Beefy Right Hander Tommy Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> it is the opposite of Little Tommy Hunter. Beefy well, Tommy Hunter. <laughs> we had a thirsty BGH. reporter writing headlines. Happy trails. Happy Trails, BTH. Yeah, so long. Uh, David Phelps didn't stick around too long. He went to the Blue Jays. A guy <laughs> guy by the name of Jose Alvarez, longtime veteran. He left town with one less testicle than he entered it with. He went to the Giants to reunite with Gabe Kapler. And if you're wondering why I'm talking about the man's balls, if you're unaware, <laughs> he, <laughs> he was pitching – and had a liner just nailed right back up at the middle. No. And, you know, I all but saw the ball juice squirt out when this man was hit. It, he left I, literally I, everything he possibly could on that field. Yeah. He left his family on the field. Wow. <laughs> I, I forget what the, the, you know, of course, they'll, they'll say something like groin or something, but I think they gave even more specific designation when they put him on the DL. And I think it was like an immediate 60 day DL. They, they weren't like, okay, you know, let, put some ice on there. Back. They, it, was, it was a sports hernia and a half, 60 <laughs> yeah. days. It was bad. And, and, you know, the guy, the guy did fine as a Philly far from, far from any of uh, the team's biggest problem. Uh, another guy heading out uh, was Adam Morgan, left-hander may, may or may not have heard of. He pitched for the Phillies for a few years mostly unsuccessfully he got arm surgery and went to the cubs brandon workman a big acquisition during 2020 to try and help fix that bullpen obviously did not work out he was former red sox Sox player yeah he was he was kind of the poster child of that historically bad bullpen in in my opinion he was the guy who was really choke city out there you know in my that was workman coming in i mean that was Correct me if I'm wrong, Mitty. That was the nail in the coffin or one of the nails in the coffin for Clentac, the former Phillies GM leaving town because he did nothing at the deadline except for bringing Workman and maybe one other person. And they just did nothing down the stretch run. They did absolutely a, nothing. I think you got a picture from us. I don't know if it was Hale, David Hale or Dave. Yes, Hale, Hale came you guys yeah, you got from us at the deadline. Yeah, Hale. And, and then along with Workman, uh, was Heath Hembray, I believe they they pronounce yeah, it. Hembray awesome guy. came in also from the Red Sox, but yeah. So Workman, uh, just like Adam Morgan, also went to the Cubs, and uh, I like to think that signing for the Cubs was um, kind of to create some competition. You know, competition breeds excellence. So I think the <laughs> 2020 uh, Brandon Workman and the 2020 Craig Kimbrell are actually arguing about who was the worst reliever in baseball and they'll be competing to see who can outdo each other this year in uh, in terms of blowing games 
insert Paul Rudd. Look at us. Who would have thought? Jeff. That's them. <laughs> That's them. But two the two lefts. Don't make a right sort of a thing there. No. Tell that to the Cubs. Well. Keith Embray, who we mentioned, he went to the Indians. Blake Parker, who was, in my opinion, a bright spot of the 2020 bullpen, um, especially when you're talking comparatively. Uh, he has also gone to the Indians as well, uh, which is – he's not, you know, a revolutionary relief pitcher, but it's tough to see one of the bright spots leave. But, um, you know, it's, it's in, a bullpen in last year's yeah, it is an overhaul. But in last year's bullpen, was it really a bright spot? Or was it just like, in contrast, it seemed bright? You know what I mean? Oh, that's I totally thought, what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. he's been around the block. He's not, you know, he's not a player you absolutely need. But, it, yeah, he looked good because of who he was surrounded by. So if the Phillies bullpen last year was a pair of underwear, he was like the least brown spot. Exactly. It was the closest thing we had to white. One of the closest things. That actually makes him sound too good. He wasn't even that good. He didn't appear that. He didn't appear often enough to be that white. Less less brown. Yeah, Less brown is very appropriate. He (laughs) will undoubtedly go on to the Cleveland baseball team, and he will undoubtedly have an incredible career there. Does that happen with the Yankees? It doesn't happen with the Yankees. Like, when you let go of a player, Andrew, is it the case that they invariably go on to their next situation and then thrive? We just talked about Robertson. No, and, and, right. It's always it's always the opposite. They they send the, the garbage away, and we bring in the garbage. It's a tough. Yeah, one. I'm trying to think of somebody like that. I, nobody comes to mind in the past four or five years, but that's mostly because anybody that like our window is open right now. So anybody that they really thought had promise, they're not going to give away, and you know they're going to hold on to just to see. And that's the thing about the Yankees is that like they have the payroll flexibility to pay somebody an extra few million just in case they work out instead of trading away, that kind of thing. Speaking of uh, our, our last bullpen exit here was a guy by the name of Victor Arano, young reliever. Uh, I really liked him, thought he was promising, but he's now gone within the division to the Braves and just being the way that it is, the Phillies will not be able to hit him this year when he comes in in that high leverage situation you know he'll probably strike out the side and our comeback hopes will be dashed and we'll probably lose 15 of the 19 games to the Braves this year it's just the way that it's the same principle it's yeah he will go on and especially to the Braves which is even more of a heartbreaker you go to the division rival and Mm -hmm. what do you do you become absolutely unhittable uh this is the way that it works I just want to circle circle right on back to the top there with Cole Irvin, just to give you an idea, Andrew, of the uh, the magnitude of just patheticness or just mediocrity. We are talking about a pitcher who we traded away for cash. So this is like the least amount of return you can get for somebody. This is we can create a contract now. You've given us something, five dollars for Cole Irvin. Thank you. He went zero and one. With an ERA of here, Price is Right rules. Guess the ERA that he had on the year. How many innings pitched? Uh, I don't have any pitch right here in front of me. It's 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 too many, too many innings pitched. Guess the ERA. But it's but we're not talking about like he had two appearances, so it's re- like he, he four probably- strikeouts total. Four strikeouts total. Uh, an zero and 
0-1 record. This dude is two years younger than me. He's born in 1994. He's from California. Nickname Swervin Irvin. Give me the ERA. <laughs> Give me the ERA. No one calls you that. No one calls you that, Cole. Take that off your baseball reference page. No one calls you Swervin Irvin. Your ERA was 9.46. You are almost, you're almost so close. It was 17.18 was the ERA <laughs> no! on the Miss swir- swerve around me with that, Irv. That is not it, Miss my Nicole. dude. Nicole, dang. Born I, in- I, w- I will take the cash in that trade. Thank you. Born in 94, I think he was trying to make his ERA match his age. <laughs> I mean, he'll be lights out for the A's. No worries. Oh, yeah. Deekman will teach him some ridiculous new pitch and find the career after Philly that everybody looks for. Can't wait. Can't wait to cheer him on. Mitch, let's go to the starting pitchers here. Uh, let's let's roll right in there. We put the bull, We got the bullpen out of the way. We had okay, to get wait, that one I, out of the way. Wait, wait. This is – oh, that we're still doing happy trails? This is starting yeah. pitchers we lost? This is – the, sh- the list here is way shorter. The bullpen okay. had to go. Everyone – it was like – it was a fire sale. Uh, a la our good friend David Cross, Arrested Development. It was a fire sale. Everything had to go. <laughs> you needed a but new start. We needed a new start. Starting pitching – Right. As Mitch stated before, we lacked depth, but we really only had one departure of note here. Uh, that was Jake Arietta. You know, he went back to the Cubs. Uh, with, he, he followed the, uh, you know, his good friend Workman over, not actually, but Workman went to the Cubs. Arietta went to the Cubs. He's trying to recapture the magic. We, we already were trying to recapture the magic somehow. He's going back, hopefully trying to get some of the mojos you said back uh, in, in Chicago, back to his old ways. Um, Mitch, I, I love I love this note. This is incredible. But he was a clubhouse hardo for sure. This dude just was always barking at folks and like trying to get people riled up. He just never jived. I mean, I hate that word, but it just never worked with us. He just never married to the Philly way. Like he's a hard worker. He's kind of gritty. It, it, I mean, sorry, no, no pun intended. There, shouts to my boy Gritty. But like, he he never fully gelled with Philly the way that he needed to. And I, yeah, I I wanted him to work out really badly, but it just never came to fruition. He it's showed so, flashes. It's so weird. You're, you're exactly right, and I, we all expected him to be this, you know, the veteran presence. You know, keep some of the younger guys in line, or teach them how it is. You know, just just or lead by example and. He, he did. He didn't do anything immature, you know. You know he did the broom off. sweep thing in his underwear on Instagram. Didn't he do that? Wasn't that a thing? Oh wasn't, he, wasn't, he, wasn't he sweeping brooms around in his underwear? He does. Am I wrong there? I, I'm going to quick Google this. I need to see this. Yeah, hit, hit him up on Google. Look, I mean, that's a questionable Google query, but yeah, give it a go. The sweeping I've... underpants is going to come back to bite me at some point. <laughs> I'm going to have to turn off my net nanny. FBI, we got him. Around the league, I think people thought Arietta in, in Philly was, you know, great. You know, yeah, he's a mentor. He he matches that city perfectly. Well, it, you're right. You're exactly right. Something was just off. Like maybe he was a little too intense. I don't, I don't know exactly what it was. It may have been that, you know, he wanted to be like some of these guys' dads, and we just got that <laughs> little bit of a younger core who's like, I don't. I don't want you to be that dad that yells from the sidelines or, you know, makes me run laps afterwards. Like I'm not going to play good or, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to gel well with you. 
treat yeah, me. Swer- like that. Swerve and Irvin just needed the coddling. He didn't need the hard love. He needed just the, the he needed the affirmation. I think that's true. I mean, Mitch, would you give me license to psychoanalyze here a bit? To analyze me or? No, I was gonna I was gonna go for our good friend Jake Gary. You're up next, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can be next if you want. As long as it's not me, go ahead. <laughs> I I really think like in that he's a hard worker in that, that he wanted to like put the nose to the grindstone and be the guy who like outworks or sets the tone in that kind of like example, mentor, fatherly way. I really don't think he got the the feedback. Like he didn't listen to any of the fans from the city. I don't think, I think there was a, it was a, a one way, like there was no feedback loop for him. He was just hell bent on being his way and doing his thing and bringing that to Philadelphia. And it, it, it on paper fit, but he never listened to the city itself and those in the fan base around him, not the organization was going to do that for him, but like he never got, you didn't hear him appear on, you know, radio. You didn't hear him, you know, when he would make comments to the media and you're just like, I think this dude gets it. I think this dude just gets it. He never had that. So mm-hmm. I think it was just, it's, it's a pride thing for him, frankly. And I'm cool with him. We're cutting him loose. It was the right timing for us. All right, Mitch, you're next time to psychoanalyze. <laughs> No, no, I'm no. just kidding. No, I'll spare you. I'll spare you. Did you find anything there, Andrew, uh, on Google? I did. Uh, I'm just looking at I'm, – I'm looking at the Instagram post now, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the man has a leopard print broom. First mm-hmm. of all, that's a problem. And when you said he was in his underpants, I'm picturing, like, risky business you know? No, 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 sir. This is not, this is flip-flops and like speedo briefs with a weird, like, it looks like a Greek art on, on the butt. Mitch, is that something that a Philadelphia athlete would do? No, I'm out on that all the way around. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not even going to play the video. I don't want to give him another view. You know what I mean? Don't play it for sure. Yeah. He's raking in the dollars on that too. So definitely don't play the video. Let me run through the the players who left from uh, the offensive side. Um, there were not many; only a few players left. Uh, no big impact pieces left, and that you know, to me, that's a great sign because the twenty twenty Phillies had an awesome offense. It was small sample size, of course, but really, f- to me, felt like the best Phillies offense since those golden years in the late two thousands. Absolutely, um, run it back. The teams since then, you know, have not been great. The Phillies have not been putting out great teams. So to say that last year's offense was the best in a while may not be saying much, but it was a really good offense. And I think there's no reason to believe that they're not going to pick up right where they left off. A couple of the names that did leave, though, uh, Phil Gosselin, longtime journeyman, Bryn Mars very own from right around here in Philly. Uh, Hometown boy. Yeah. Uh, so that was nice that he was with the team, but effort was always there. No doubt about that. Works hard, gives it his all. And he got pretty decent results to start out in 2020 and was a you know good piece to have in the club. But he's just bounced around as, you know, utility guy for a lot of teams. So I think, you know, if push came to shove and he didn't fit quite in the roster, we had a different idea of where we wanted to go with those utility slots. It wasn't a big deal to have Goslin exit just the, uh, the nature of the business. But I did want to point out, he is a spring training hall of famer. Mm. Like 
you want to talk about guys that have crazy springs and, you know, can't really translate that to the regular season, he's got to be up there. And I can, I can pull those stats up, but, you know, trust me when I say it's a ridiculous split. Another guy that left, Jay Bruce, name that Andrew, you will know because he is now with the Yankees. This is something you might be able to Fighting for our final roster spot right now. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's fighting to make it. But my my first thought when I saw he was going with the Yankees was, boy, he will mash at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. No doubt about it if he gets the chance. Who's he he fighting for the spot, Ando? One of our – Mike Talkman is probably the guy that he's fighting who's been – uh, he's like a plus defender, okay bat. I guess he came up during 2019, and he was with us 2020. He's a good player, speed. I, you know, I'd hate to – if he can stay in AAA, I don't know if he has options left. I would like that. But I would hate, also hate to see Bruce go, so I'm interested to see what they they do. I'll save the rest for my, uh, my Yankees pod. Pardon don't me. let me go on too long. Thank you for sparing us. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, this last the, the last uh, player who is no longer with the Phillies here on the offensive side is Kyle Garlick. Uh, he went off to the Twins, and I don't Sounds think there's tasty. anyone. What's that? Sounds tasty. Yeah. yeah what's, well, in, what's in a name? Not there much was tasty. Nothing tasty about his play on the field. Uh, everyone in the greater Philadelphia area was probably happy to see that he is out of here. Just didn't bring anything to the team some some bad outings in left field what's the best thing to name your kid if your last name's garlic roasted <laughs> clove yeah clove is good clove is good yeah you have to lean into it at that point what about buncho <laughs> buncho i like that like the uh male version of buncho as in bunch of crunch yep or or mincy like minced or like mint something on mince it's, would be good. Yeah, okay. You could definitely name a girl mince. I mean, clove yeah, for a girl is that sounds like a girl's name. Somebody is named clove for sure. Yeah. I I actually have circled back for those Goslin splits. Hit me with the Goslin spring freaking training Hall of right. Famer. This stats. is career career spring training. He's played 174 career spring training games. That's Know, you full know, season plus full season but he's only had 350 at bats in that time so that, you know that doesn't equate to a full season at bats yeah, it's know, like 90 way, games you know the way they sub yeah so anyway his batting average 314 career Ooh. ops 819 dude slugs and he hit eight home runs in 350 at bats so i mean i'm not saying eight home runs in 350 at bats is impressive but what when you is it? He was an infielder. Yeah, infielder, second second baseman often. I mean, that's like yeah, but he right, couldn't that, pull it off in the regular season. No, he. I mean, he, he produced. I mean, if that was your full season there, what he did in his spring training career, he produced. Let's flip it over to regular season career stats. He has about twice as many at bats in in his regular season career, and he's hitting only two sixty one lifetime OPS is down at 675 and his total home runs is only 10 and over double the amount of at bats so this man lives for the spring you need someone to love Florida and he does just good enough the rest of the summer to get himself that invite again the next year and then he puts on it's just what he does 
he was he's young 30 he's like 32 years old either this year or last year he's a plug-and-play guy it's one of those things that and we'll get to this shortly but like the guys who we have who are fulfilling that role if you will this year I just like the the new faces there they just I think they're going to gel better with the team I think there's a little bit more upside we Goslin is a known entity yep he'll mash in the spring that's the highlight that's what you get out of the dude <laughs> he'll make your other guys get that 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 uh Oh crap! I actually got to turn it on here. You know, hey, my- that okay? That's a good take. That has value because you just need because the thing with spring training is you don't need to be good. But as soon as like if everybody's not hitting well, at some point everybody starts like kind of looking around. They're like, okay, you know, it's spring, but it doesn't matter. But like nobody's hitting. You just need that one dude that's hitting, and you're like, all right, we're good. Somebody's hitting. We're feeling good. Yeah. We're we're putting some runs across. That's a good spin there. They should, best features. they should sign him to a spring training contract every year. That's something. <laughs> Who wouldn't like that? That's a great gig. Yeah. Come down a to a short term. Here's I'd, 10 I'd grand. Get lost. Yeah, it's great. That wraps up our happy trails portion of the exits from the 2020 Phillies. Uh, next time we get together, we're going to be talking about the incoming folks the signings uh the off-season additions to the team uh, that about wraps it up here for uh, me and the boys of fill me in so we're going to get out of the way we are out of here <laughs>